This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Morning Majlis podcast. It's the Morning Majlis. Yeah, welcome back onto the Morning Majlis. Now, it's a very, uh, very important conversation of um, determination and, uh, and, and, wor- and fighting off a very scary uh, disease and very, very scary moment as well. So it's going to be a story of resilience and willpower. And we're very kindly uh, joined on the lines uh, by Sherry Lou Salinas, who has uh, been a resident of Sharjah for quite some time and has also uh, luckily survived. Uh, and fought off uh, cancer. Very good morning to you, Sherry Lou. Good morning, good morning, guys. And uh, we're also very kindly joined by the head of the oncology department at Asta Hospital and Asta Hospital in Al Ghassais, who who worked on this case, Dr. Shiva Prakash Ratanaswamy. Thank you very much for joining us. A very good morning to you. A very good morning. Thank you for inviting us for this enlightening topic. So um, we are having this conversation because uh, we've had the World Cancer Day, which we observed and celebrated at the start of this month, the 4th of February to be precise. Uh, but now we li- would like to remind ourselves about the uh, success stories of, of fighting off this disease and fighting off uh, the, the dangers surrounding this, uh, the stigma of the disease. Uh, so um, Sherry Lou, we would like to start off by talking about your journey your early diagnosis, how did it find out? And, and, and it must have been a very um, difficult period that you've, that you've gone through. Yes, yes, actually it happened when I was like having a, uh, uh, an abnormal um, spotting and uh, uh, a little of uh, um, discharge, which hmm. uh, I don't like it. It's, it's like that the normal thing that's happening every month. So I decided to seek a doctor and then uh, they do a biopsy report. So after the result came in, they told me that they found out that I have a cervical cancer. Right. And uh, regarding fighting cancer, I can imagine it requires a lot of mental strength. What were some pillars in your life that you found really helped when it came to being mentally strong to, to uh, fight cancer? Actually, uh, you know, when, when, when we heard cancer, it's like, uh, the things that come to your mind like will i able to survive am i going to die like you know because it's it's a big word like mm. it's a cancer it's very devastating and very sad but the thing is when i've decided to seek a doctor and meet dr uh, shiba prakash then i found some strength that he told me like you know nowadays this kind of this kind of uh, sickness and illness is treatable and curable as long as you finish your treatment it was early detected then Everybody has a chance and mm. every female has a chance. And, you know, Sherry Lou, with every um, challenge, there comes a life lesson for sure. Uh, so in what ways has surviving cancer changed your perspective on life and even your priorities? And are there any s- specific lessons or insights gained during your journey of surviving cancer that you would like to share with, with others who are facing similar challenges at the moment? Actually, uh, I can, you know, uh, suggest all the women out there that's listening that, you know, with or without symptom, you have to go the regular checkup. I know that, you know, working in UAE is a busy day, you know, you know, my, my, my normal day is monotonous, like work, home, work, home, or I just go to the grocery. Mm. So I neglect those small things that I feel like, okay, maybe it's just normal. Maybe it's just like it will pass. Mm-hmm. So you have to go on a regular checkup. You have to go like nowadays there is HPV vaccine that you have to go through all to this to, to, you know, to avoid 
those kind of you know illnesses nowadays because here in UAE is very busy busy day exactly. for each and every one of us and you know there's always this uh, the stigma surrounding the cost of getting the healthcare a lot of people think oh maybe your insurance sends you to gp first and that that little uh, journey of waiting for approvals etc it's, it's a very daunting task um i want to talk a little bit about the importance of early detection because a lot of people don't want that realization of yes this might be mm. it and 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 that uh, uh, the breaking of the story and a lot of people tend to have some kind of home remedy before they even reach uh, or reach out to some uh, some professional help um what did you what made you do that early detection and your your word of advice for people to say you know get get the early detection in I can say like you know you have to visit your doctor, get some tests with with without symptoms, uh, go for a regular checkup. It's not like you know as as a female also we have a monthly regular you know menstruation. It's not like it's it's like the symptoms is not always there. Mm. There are some patients they don't have symptoms at all, which I met when I was on my treatment. Brilliant. So, but when they visit, just a regular visit, they found out that they have the cervical cancer. Mm. So it's it's very better to you know seek a treatment every three months. It's not bad. Mm. We have an insurance here in UAE, right? So it will be like some. I mm. mean, insurance is free. So give a time, you know, give a time to your health also. Apart from you know working here in UAE, like. And now, and now looking forward, um, Sherilu, what are your hopes and dreams for the future, both in terms of your health and your, uh, and your life, uh, especially when it comes to well-being? How do you now, after going through that experience, prioritize your well-being? Yeah, actually, after all the treatment that I've done, the side effect that was very bad, like, you know, that you're not able to eat, you're not mm. able to, you know, uh, taste the food so I don't want to go through again to those those kind of things so uh, now I'm so very careful now of you know my my my, my eating mm. habit like you know if I'm going to eat this food it will be going to be helpful for me or now especially that I'm working in a banking industry like the stress the stress that I have like I have to lessen that also although stress is always be there no but I have to you know manage myself that you have to, you know, there's no more stress because I want to be more. I, I, mm -hmm. I don't want to end up my life like that because, you know, there are a lot of things, especially that being a single mom, I have a two children waiting for me back home. Mm -hmm. So I have to fight for my life. Mm. Wow. it's I mean, it's, it's a really powerful and positive message there being from Sherry Lou. I, I've got a question, though, because, of course, we are, of course, joined by Dr. Siva Prakash um, regarding this specific cancer and how prevalent it is. Doctor, if you could just give us a bit of an insight on cervical cancer and how pre prevalent it truly is across the UAE. Yeah, hi. Uh, the prevalence is like we will see every year, like uh, new cases around 100 and 120. And uh, we are still um, unfortunately seeing a death rate of around 50 to 60, like nearly half of it. This is because of the advanced cancers, actually. And now recently, three, four years, we can see the trend is coming down. The advanced disease has come down, but the incidence is the same. It's still continuing. It is dropping, but not what we expect, actually, because of the screening and other things. So, and but prevalence-wise, if you ask, like, 250, 300 cases at a point of time, like one year, you can see that much of volume in a year. New cases are still around 100. 90 mm -hmm. is the last year's uh, uh, census but around 100 is the range which we get every year 
Okay. Now, as the head of oncology department at, at um, Astor as well, I'd like to ask, because um, any patient who gets diagnosed with, with cancer, the willpower is very, very important because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they do sort of lose hope and, and they get bogged down by the, uh, the, by the news. To what extent do you think is, is the willpower a very important uh, story uh, uh, to, to, really, to, to really go for the, um, let's say, uh, uh, to, to fight off this disease? Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like we oncologists are basically first we are psychologists. And uh, we have to counsel the patient starting with because before they get a appointment with psychologist for you know, later after the disease. But we are the first ones to you know, declare the disease for them like it is a cancer. Mm. So when the word it goes thin, we can see the changes in the face and the family's face or around the entire room will change. Mm. Actually, the atmosphere will change in their life. What they see have seen before will be differently changed and just everything will go into their mind when they tell the word it is cancer. Mm. So mm-hmm. uh, the willpower is the main thing. So we have always have to put them into our hands and tell them to go ahead. We are there with you to you know, hold your hands mm-hmm. and the journey will be smooth and it will be little long lasting treatment. But definitely there is it's curable and we are seeing the cure and we, we used to have our um, um, uh, survivor uh, program so that we involve them also once they are there. We introduce them to whoever like Medicris is there, the Sherlock is there. We are, these are our you know, uh, frontliners. Like we will show them the example as example. They, then we will share them you know, contacts so that they get that willpower to come over the things. They'll know like, okay, it is overcomable and I can do it. And this is what we have to, to start with. You know, I've always wanted to ask this to an oncologist. Um, just, you know, my personal, my personal question for you is, you know, if you happen to find um, stage four cancer in any patient, how really would you deliver this diagnosis to them? Because mental health is so important yeah. at this point. Yeah, uh, see, because from the beginning, we'll be knowing the, the person, how he is, how strong he is, and the family is. So once we are going through and once we diagnose with the scans and then we identify stage four, first thing is they would be knowing it, it is cancer first. Then only the staging will go on. When the staging goes on, then they will be asking definitely, doctor, what stage it is. Initially, they may not be knowing even if you tell stage four, they'll ask how many stages are there. Then you have to tell only stage four is there and this is the last stage. But still, uh, we won't uh, immediately deliver this. We tell that it is advanced and we will see the psychological situation of the patient at that point of time. And slowly we introduce it. If the family members are there, we will first convey the family members initially. And anyway, they have to know it. This they're right. But depending on the psychological thing, we just slowly put it on. And we tell like it is, we, we will never tell like, survival six months one year like that we cannot even judge also we are not mm-hmm. god we cannot judge mm-hmm. that but we know the average survival how much it is some people are clever enough they ask actually to clearly tell me because i have my responsibilities how much left for me so we used to tell like this is the question it comes if it comes to no more pessimistic way then uh, we have to tell like uh, see it's not like that we can overcome this mm-hmm. we want you to be you know surviving with good quality of life so this is how we take actually Mm. we cannot just like that not give a death sentence or tell anything so slowly we go ahead actually with uh, multiple visits we slowly inform them and they understand slowly and doctor just quickly could you let us know about any preventative daily tasks that we could do to prevent anyone from uh, 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 obtaining cancer any forms of cancer what can we do on a daily basis in terms of our diet in terms of the forms of exercise and the amount of exercise that we should be doing 
yeah see one thing is it's all about your susceptibility of cancer see everybody will have some genetic susceptibility of cancer which will cause any point of time it depends on it doesn't mean like no like nobody is immune of cancer everybody will have some genetic changes the environment only triggers it the environment triggers it to commit earlier you are just trying to have lung cancer 50 you might get it 30 if you are a smoker so this is how so to avoid that it is not like completely avoiding the cancer to avoid at least coming early hmm. and delay it till your lifespan so for that you have to do one is sleep good sleep 8 hours of good sleep mm-hmm. second is any nutritious food which is not having much of no antioxidants or any complex meats mainly to avoid red meat and to have white meat is better and to have a you know a less carbohydrate and equally poised balanced diet we don't tell like you no know, more go into dietic thing but you no know, but mostly maintain a balanced diet more of proteins that is better mm-hmm. in the food and uh, keep it uh, what you want when you are hungry you take and not like as uh, no to binge eating and all is not advised second is uh, to avoid stress Man. so we cannot avoid stress but have activity physical activity actually physical activity avoid stress that's mm-hmm. why we are promoting physical activity two ways one is to make you fit second is mental fit or fitness also comes through activities when you are playing on you are doing exercise your concentration goes the other way so that will help in reducing your stress mm. so physical activity reducing the stress good sleep and good food and regular checkups these are the things you can identify like you know because regular checkups because even with all these things most of the patients comes to me are like they do yoga they are maintaining they are slim no family history still they get it they ask the first question is that only why i got mm. all the lifestyles i am practicing still i am getting it so it it sometimes it happens because you are destined to have your gene is having it your dna is changing it doesn't matter but coming early to the doctor also will be helpful that is also one of the good lifestyle actually Mm. It makes sense, you know, the early detection and and try to do those regular checkups because a lot of people tend to uh, avoid the yeah. hassle of queuing up at a medical facility, wait for that insurance approvals, wait and go through, and the realization and the breaking of the story uh, for them as well is is quite daunting. Well, uh, thank you very much to both of you uh, for your time and, uh, and 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 giving us and sharing with us your story and and some useful tips to take back. So, uh, Sherry Lou Salinas, a survivor of cancer, resident of Sharjah. well and Dr Shiva Prakash thank you very much for joining us today thank you very much for the time and the opportunity thank you, thank you. this is pulse 95 tune in live every weekday from 7am